Blazonation, time to save the date. Our sponsoring partner, the Campaign for Black Male Achievements, is hosting their 10th anniversary gala on Thursday, October 18th in New York City. Join CBME as they celebrate this 10th anniversary and to commemorate a decade of growth and impact, both for the organization and a broader Black Male Achievement movement. Funds that are raised from this gala are going to be used to further expand upon the mission to build beloved communities for Black men and boys, really by investing in leaders and organizations that are improving life outcomes for Black males across the nation. To learn more about becoming a sponsor or to purchase tickets, I want you to hop on over right now to blackmaleachievement.org. Blackmaleachievement.org. You're listening to the Trailblazers podcast, where we will explore the stories of successful Black professionals. Join us as we highlight the knowledge, resources, and tools of these accomplished trailblazers to help provide the know-how, confidence, and motivation you need to blaze your trail. And now, here's your host, Stephen Hart. What's good, Blazing Nation? How is your summer life treating you? I'm amazed that we're already through the halfway point of 2018, which is pretty crazy. We're officially into July at the time this episode goes live. And I'm amazed, right? I hope that each of you are pushing hard on those tasks and goals that you had set for this year. And I hope that you remain optimistic, even if things aren't going as planned, knowing that you still have a good 180 days left in this year to make those dreams a reality. As I shared in our last episode, this past Thursday, June 28th, Kristen and I celebrated our 10th wedding anniversary. In fact, I just got back from an amazing six-day trip to celebrate the milestone, and we took our first trip to the island of St. Lucia. Without a question, (laughs) we lived our best lives this week, and it was possible thanks to Kristen's parents who took the kids from us and allowed us that time to have the first couple's vacation we've had in probably five years. I've been open on the podcast in the past, several times actually, about financial challenges that we had, which had a huge impact just a couple weeks into our marriage. But over the course of a 10-year marriage, there is a ton of challenges, right? Changes, doubts, and fears that come up and that we have to survive to carry our marriage forward. And at some point, every marriage has to face some sort of tests of that kind. And I'm blessed that through it all, Kristen and I, we remain committed and we constantly found a way to communicate what was happening and we were able to work through it no matter what. Unfortunately, I've also seen several couples who who didn't weather those storms well. And ultimately, we've seen many people who decided to end their marriages. And I'm going to be honest and say that it hurts. It hurts whenever we've seen others who end up going their separate ways. And every time it happens, it's a reminder to me that Kristen and I aren't invincible. If we're going to survive over the long term, we have to be able to continue to do the constant work that's needed that's going to keep our train on its tracks, right? And I know 90% of conversations on this podcast specifically are more so business related. And recently I've stepped out in a summer series where I've been speaking to you directly and I've spoken about some personal things and I think they have great impact on the professional side of things. A couple weeks ago, I spoke about fatherhood and today 
you know, given the milestone and just my headspace right now coming off of this milestone vacation, I want to focus this episode on some mission fuel, hopefully provide encouragement to those of you who are fighting the good fight in your marriages, who are in need of inspiration. And maybe what I share isn't anything that's going to be new to you, but it serves as a reminder that's going to help to keep the candle burning bright. And sometimes that's what we need, right? (laughs) We need those reminders on occasion to help keep the wheels turning and keep us going on the right track. So like I said a minute ago, Kristen and I had an amazing time in St. Lucia. There was so much that I find myself this weekend reflecting on about what our experiences were. And one of the takeaways, one of my fond memories from this past week was meeting a couple named Dave and Mary. And Dave and Mary met each other when they were just teenagers. And I believe they got married when Dave was only 22. And I noticed because Dave is now 72. Yes, they were in St. Lucia celebrating their milestone as well, but their 50th, 50th wedding anniversary. Five decades have come and gone, and these two have weathered their life in this five-decade span together. I realized that though Kristen and I hit our 10-year milestone, you know, I would need to be 81 years old to be able to celebrate a similar milestone with Kristen of 50 years of marriage. And I tell you what, that was hashtag relationship goals right there. It provided the fuel to want to pursue that, but There's so much that would need to happen over the next 40 years to get there. Obviously, we'd have to put in a ton of work ourselves, both individually and together, to be able to get to that milestone, to get to that goal. But of course, we also need to be blessed to be alive and to be healthy over that stretch of time to be able to enjoy that milestone together. And I'm inspired because without asking, it's a no-brainer that Dave and Mary weathered their own storms to get there. And I'm certain they weren't always in agreement on everything that happened over those years. But here's the beauty in it. They outlasted those challenges and they outlasted the changes that came at them. And so as I reflected on this, I thought to run through a couple of marriage tips. I'm going to probably share with you three tips right now that a couple of which I shared back in episode 68 when I did a 10 best kept secrets to keeping your marriage alive and healthy, right? And I thought it was ideal to bring some of those back up today because they've truly helped Kristen and I survive our first decade in marriage. And I'm certain that many of the seasoned marriages out there would also stand in agreement on the importance of these tips. And listen, if you're single, I hope that you will still listen and gain insights and inspiration into what you need to work on and what you need to prepare for if you aspire to get married at some future point. So before you get married, know what you need to work on to be able to be successful in a marriage. So here are my three tips to spice up your relationship goals. And so the first tip is to know, believe, and act as though nothing is more important to your marriage than the relationship between husband and wife. My second tip is to learn how to agree to disagree. And my last tip is to support and assist each other in being the best you each can be. So tip number one, know, believe, and act as though nothing is more important to your marriage than the relationship between husband and wife. No thing, nothing, no thing and or no one should come before your spouse. When other things become more important, i.e. your job or career, your children, your personal pursuits, any of that come before your marriage, 
trouble is going to peek in your door and cause havoc on your marriage. No matter what else is going on, you must absolutely make sure that your marriage is your top priority. I always tell Kristen, when it comes down to it, we have to take care of our marriage. I tell the kids all the time when they're banging on their mom and beating her up, I say, look, after you've done moved out of my house and you guys go off to college, I need to make sure that my wife is healthy and strong because me and her have plans long after they're out the door, right? So no matter what, make sure that your marriage, your spouse is your top priority. When I get questioned on this, one of the things that people often ask me about is uh, they'll say, you know, Stephen, how do you keep the marriage going strong despite both being busy? Because Kristen and I are both career focused. We have a million different things happening. And I can't tell you that I have this figured out all the way. But I can say this, just like you and I schedule everything else, we put everything on a calendar, whether it be work, travel, kids activities. For myself, you know, I'm always scheduling podcast interviews, their kids' birthday parties, everything else that we do. We put them on a calendar, we schedule them, and we have to do the same. We need to calendar time for our relationship. Sounds very formal, but guess what? We need to be sure we don't lose out on the importance of that time spent alone with our spouse. And I'm not just talking about vacation time either, right? We need to be able to set aside a period of time on a regular basis without kids that is focused on time that we can be intimate, have a romantic evening, or you know, just being able to get focused on dating each other regularly. It was five years since Kristen and I took a couple's vacation without children. And even that didn't work out the last time we did, because Kristen ended up getting sick the first night and ended up in the hospital five years ago. So unless you've got you know a situation where you both can vacation all the time, I personally, I look at the couple's vacations without kids as a bonus. On a more ongoing basis, though, date nights are doable. Make them happen. Schedule them. Remember, it doesn't have to be something that's all fancy and you're going out to the finest restaurants and you're spending a whole ton of cash. It just needs to be a time between the two of you. It's just for the two of you that allow you both to connect and keep things you know, spicy, like when you first fell in love back then. You did what you had to do to prove why you should be the one in their lives and nothing's changed. You should provide your spouse or your partner that reminder on a frequent basis, right? Keep it interesting. Keep it fun. Remind them why you're the one, right? And even when you're not on a date night, remember that you can impact your partner in a positive way by simply increasing the use of positive words and statements. Practice on a daily basis, trying to use positive words and phrases like, I love you. I'm here for you. I understand what you're dealing with, but I know that you can do this. Also phrases like, I'm sorry. Thank you. I really appreciate what you've done today. You know, let your spouse know, hey, you know, babe, you've got this. I believe in you. Understand it's complimenting and expressing gratitude to your partner goes a long way sometimes, especially when everything else is hitting the fan, right? So try to speak positive words into your spouse each and every day. Tip number two, learn how to agree to disagree. So no two people agree on everything, and that's okay, but it's important to be okay with each other's differences. Now, Kristen and I are so opposite on a myriad of things that I found God's humor quite interesting in him pairing us up together. 
Because there are many times where we can be like oil and water, right? Kristen and I have completely different appetites, completely different ways that we think about things. Risk appetite. She's much more conservative. I'm much more free and risky with my entrepreneurial way of being, right? But we've found a way to not only survive, but we thrive and our relationship is great. The important key here is respect. Respect each other. Avoid the verbal abuse and keep the insults to yourself. Coming back to the power of our words, just as the positive words can speak life into your partner, negative words are like squeezing toothpaste out of its tube. Once it's out, you can never put it back in again. So take the time to think before you speak. And if you've got nothing positive to say, don't even open your mouth. So again, accept your partner exactly as they are. Don't try to change him or her, but do try to learn how to agree to disagree. And this brings me to my third and final tip for today. Support and assist each other in being the best you each can be. Kristen knows my heart for entrepreneurship and for pursuing things that interest me, like this podcast, for example. She supports me when I need to take several days away to attend a podcast conference or if I need to spend personal funds from our account to help improve some aspect of the podcast or you know some of my brand offerings and And likewise, I do the same for her. And in fact, Kristen begins a new executive coaching certification program in a couple of weeks. And right now, that means that we have to embrace some changes that are coming our way over the coming year. Change is going to come. And it means that the likelihood is I have to be ready to power up in daddy mode, right? And there are going to be points in time where I'm on all the time. And it's a reminder that marriage isn't always 50-50. Sometimes it means that one of us has to give 100% to allow the other to focus on the task at hand. But we must know that in the long term, it's going to be a huge win for the team. So that's it for my three tips today. I hope that I've been able to provide you some mission fuel that's going to keep your candle, that marriage candle, burning bright. I'm sure you've heard some variation of one or all of these. But again, a reminder never hurt nobody. Let's begin putting these into action and keep these marriages and our black love alive. If you find yourself going through some stuff right now in your own marriage and you need more than these tips are going to be able to help you. If you need more, right, consider getting help. Consider talking with a marriage counselor, talking with a pastor, someone who's qualified to be able to get you back on track, getting the two of you back where you need to be and thriving in your marriage. I pray God continues to bless each and every married couple through the valleys that we each face or that we will face. And once again, I love you guys. I appreciate all the warm wishes and comments and and just everyone that reached out over this past week expressing a happy anniversary to us on this milestone. I wish you all a blessed week and join us next week for something new. We've got our very first guest ever on the Trailblazers podcast, Mr. Donald C. Kelly, coming back to do something new. We're going to have Donald share a solo episode, something we've never done before. I won't be interviewing him, but he's going to share with you five tips to sell yourselves effectively. Don't miss out on that. Have a blessed week and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. 
Well, that's it for today. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Trailblazers podcast. I'll be posting links to all of today's book recommendations and links mentioned on our show notes page at tbpod.com. If today was your first time listening to the Trailblazers podcast, I just want to extend a warm Trailblazers welcome to you. We're so happy to have you here and we encourage you to go ahead and hit that subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. Go ahead and browse through some of our past episodes to keep the knowledge flowing. If you're a fan of the podcast and today's content, and you're maybe already subscribed to the podcast, please continue to share and invite your friends, your family, or colleagues to listen to an episode that you think might impact them most. We believe that someone listening to these inspiring stories will be moved to make significant changes that will have generational impact for many others, both now and well into the future. Don't miss next week's episode. New episodes are released each and every Monday by about 5 a.m. Eastern. Trailblazers, jump off this podcast today. Go find a way to rise above, go way beyond, and keep blazing your trail. Cheers. Cheers.